0: Makers of Chase and Sanborn Coffee, the blend that's friendship in a cup, present the Chase and Sanborn Hour. And your host, Dan Amici. Ah! Ah! Don Amici back home again, stumping on the old stamping grounds, and issuing a hearty invitation to all of you to join another Chase and Sanborn hour. Hail, hail, Amici's
1: here. <weit-da-da-da siliconator> Thanks
0: for the musical greeting, Charlie, and you're right. I'm here, the gang's all here. Dorothy L'Amour, Donald Dixon, Robert Armstrong, Brewster, and the Chase and Sanborn Orchestra, and, of course, Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy. And all of us are united in the hope that you get as much pleasure out of Chase and Sanborn coffee as we do in our weekly visits with you. Gee, Mr.
1: Amici, it's good to see you again.
0: Swell. Oh, well, thank you, Charlie.
1: Yeah, you look so wonderful. And you look so nice. Well, really, I. Yes. I, I oh, j- you're so handsome.
0: Oh, yeah. I get it. And it's so near Christmas. Hmm?
1: Yeah. Why, Mr. Nietzsche, you're so skinnical. <laughs> uh, skinnical. <laughs> and so right.
2: Yeah, I had a bunch
1: But really, Mr. Nietzsche, it's nice to see you back again, all Christmas aside. Well,
0: really, Charlie, it's swell to be back, all McCarthy aside. And also to have the opportunity to be the official greeter of our very special guest this evening, Geraldine Fitzgerald and bombastic Billy Gilbert. And for the true expression of the reunion spirit that we all feel tonight, I make way for Donald Dixon as he sings Vincent Human's jubilant composition, The One Girl.
3: When the troopers ride away Tide of day begins to pale Then we like to sprawl about the fire glow Then my dreams are all about a girl I know Laughing eyes, golden hair Tender arms, white and fair Lips that I press to my own When will I be riding home across the plain I'll be riding home for her The one girl that I love, the one girl that loves me, wait until my truth comes over the trail. The one girl that I love, the one girl that loves me, that's the prize I pray for, that's what I go home to stay for. When I say goodbye, love, the fair smile that I see. I go out to the fire, and my heart is like, boy, and my feel as strong and steel as long as the one girl that I love loves me. Say with my love, there's a smile that I see. Here's me on when I go out to the fire.
0: Sixty-four years is a long time, but not long enough to dull the beauty of a poem written by Walter Lander in the year 1775 and brought to the attention of an appreciative 20th century world by contemporary composer Frank Bridge. Donald Dixon sings, Oh, that it were so. boy, you've been a pretty active citizen while well, I've been away, haven't you? Yes,
1: sir. I bet you, Miss
0: Yeah, I hear you started a colossal Christmas shopping
1: service. Oh, yes, yes, I did. Glad you mentioned it. Yeah. Uh, could I interest you? No, in you is, can't. Uh... Ah, yes. All right, all right. Brush me off. Go ahead. I don't care. <laughs> After all, I've already made $2.60 profit. Oh, you did? Oh, no. You. Wonderful. Yes, and then I bought Bergen's present, and I've still got $2.30 left. Yeah, uh,
0: look, uh, uh, what, what did you buy, Edgar, for Christmas, Johnny? Uh,
1: well, I, uh, are we alone? I am.
0: Yeah, oh,
1: <laughs> good. <laughs> then I'll tell you. I, I bought him a pair of silver-mounted military sponges. (Laughter) mean military brushes. Not for Bergen, no. (laughs) I was thinking of getting him a three-piece set, you know, with a chamois buffer, too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) To put a shine on. (laughs) I hear they're wearing
1: domes dull this year.
0: (laughs) Johnny, I think you ought to be very considerate of Edgar.
1: After all, he was quite a sick man. Yeah, oh, well, he's all right now. Although he's, uh, He's just a little touched in the topper on that one subject, see? Yeah, what's that? Well, he's got some fantastical idea about what he ought to get Dotty L'Amour for Christmas, see?
0: Well, uh, what does he want to get her?
1: Yeah, uh, well, I, I'd really, I don't, I hate to mention it. What's it? all right?
0: Come on, what, what is it? I promise you won't sing. I, Charlie, I
1: give you my word I want. Swear, I swear, don't I swear. Yeah, all right. Okay. He wants a, a, a team of mules. Can you
2: imagine that? No.
1: <laughs>
2: well, what's the joke,
1: fellas? Oh, hello, Ed. Uh, uh, we
0: were just discussing a psychopathic case. We both know. Oh, I see. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: No word,
1: Don. No <laughs> well, let me in on it. You are, Burgen. You
2: know, Say, <laughs> so what are you talking
1: about?
0: Well, Edgar, I'll tell you. We were talking about what you wanted to get Dotty for Christmas. Oh, oh,
2: oh. <laughs> 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 don't,
1: don't, 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 don't Oh, yes, you mean uh, you mean the pair of mules.
2: Yeah, there you
1: go. See, see?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, yes, Charlie. Uh, did you get them? Uh the the mules? Yes. Well, <laughs> Oh, I, uh, tell you what I did, I tell you what I did. I made a down payment, of see? Yes. Hoping you might change your mind. Well, I won't change my mind. I want Dorothy to have them. Oh, Mr. Bergen, show me one instance where she could use them. Just one. Well, they're very handy. They are? Yes. Mules? Of course they are. <laughs> Why, they're practically indispensable. Yeah, sure. For example, uh, let's say it's late at night. Yes. Maybe Dorothy's reading in bed. Uh-huh. And she decides that she wants a sandwich. Yes. So? A sandwich. Yes, a sandwich, yes. So? <laughs> she runs down to the kitchen. Uh-huh. And, well, that's where the mules come in. Oh.
2: <laughs> you, uh, you
1: mean a mule sandwich? No,
2: no.
1: <laughs> Don't you understand, Charlie? Uh, she uses the mules in going from the bedroom to the kitchen.
2: Oh. <laughs> She goes by mule She goes by mule, yes
1: Now the stairs and all Oh, yes, of course But first she'd have to go outside to get the mules. No, no, no No, she would keep them upstairs
2: Upstairs? Yes, of course
1: Oh, in the guest room, I suppose Yes, yes, she could Tied to the post, yes, yes. No, under the bed. Under the bed? No, <laughs> oh, Birgit, this is awful, Birgit. Oh. What's the matter, Johnny? Oh, it isn't nice to see you this way. <laughs> oh. Only a few weeks ago you were all right. Oh, Charlie, now, what is all this? You understand, don't you, that, that when I say mules... Yes. I don't mean mules.
2: Oh! oh.
1: More, just rest. Yeah, yeah. You're tired. No,
0: no. Now, wait a minute, Charlie. Mules is just another name for bedroom slippers.
1: Mules is just a... Oh, God.
0: Well, Charlie, you
1: uh,
0: you didn't think that I meant... Oh, well,
1: did you? Oh, no, of course not. <laughs> I knew you were kidding. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, yes, I did. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, if I didn't, may Mortimer Snurd come back and haunt me. <laughs> <laughs> what on earth is
0: that noise? Hey, 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 Edgar, Edgar. Look, look what's coming in the door. Well,
2: as I, I live, live and, and breathe, wow. if it isn't Mortimer Snurd on the church of church. Hello, (laughs) (laughs) folks. Hello, Dixon. Run, do
1: not walk to (laughs) your nearest exit. All right,
0: all right. Well, Mortimer, you back in Hollywood. Help me, help me, help me. So
2: this
4: is Mortimer Snurs. Boy,
0: this is really a surprise. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's all right.
3: Uh, yeah. Imagine finding me here.
0: <laughs> well, I'm pleased to meet you, Mortimer. I'm Don Amici.
3: Well, I'm pleased uh, I'm pleased to meet you. i uh, meet, <laughs> <laughs> meet you. Meet you, meet you. Uh, Sorry, I uh, met you, meet you. <laughs>
0: Well, just call me doll. I know how it is. I sometimes have trouble remembering names also.
2: Yep,
1: I'm ignorant too, I guess.
2: <laughs> well,
1: we're all glad to see you, Mortimer, but what brought you out here to the West Coast? Well, I, I heard you was ailing uh, misery. Oh, I see. Yep. Well, it's nice of you to be concerned about me, but uh, did you read about my illness in the Snurdville Gazette? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh,
0: heard it on the radio. Oh, yes, it's on the radio. <laughs> well, you listen to our show, do you? Yep, yep, sure do. I always listen to it around uh, milking time. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> so
0: you milk the cows and listen to our show at the same time? Yep, yep. <laughs> I have more fun laughing. Gosh, who is you? Well, I'm glad to hear that. And uh, do you like uh, Bob Armbruster's music, too? Uh, sure do, yep, yep. Nice? Yeah.
1: yeah. He plays a nice uh, milking tempo. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, tell me, how did you get out here? Uh, did Grandpa Snerd give you the bus fare? Nope. I, uh, you know that scooter you gave me
0: for Christmas? Oh, yes, of course. Well, that's how. Now, uh, that scooter? Yep. Do you mean to say you came all the way from Snurdville? Yep. On one of those scooters? Yep. Well, wasn't it a bit tiresome? <laughs> no, not after I found out there was an engine under the seat. Oh,
2: I see.
0: <laughs> Well, when did you find that out?
1: Coming through Pasadena. Oh. <laughs> did you come out here on
0: that scooter? Well, I did just what you said, on the crate. On the crate? Yep. What did I say on the crate? Uh, return in five days.
2: Oh, I <laughs>
0: Here I am. Well, uh, do you like the scooter, Mortimer? Yep, it's pretty. It's got nice, shiny handlebars. <laughs> Riggy-diggy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like those handlebars? Yep, they look like silver. Mm-hmm. But the man told me they was made of, uh, uh made of, uh, hmm. Oh, chromium, um, 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 um. they're made of what uh,
5: chromium, um, um, um,
0: um, um. Oh. they're made of chromium yep yeah, that's what they're made of yes yeah. now what are they uh, they're rusty I'm going to paint them red alright <laughs>
1: our rural friend from Snurdville.
0: Mortimer? Oh, I think he's swell, Dottie. He's so down to earth. Although I'm afraid Charlie doesn't share my enthusiasm. No,
4: I'm afraid he doesn't. But somehow I feel that my sweetie pie Charlie will still be able to take care of himself.
0: Yeah, I think you're right, Dotty.
4: But things will be a little tougher with you around to heckle him.
0: Are you suggesting that I go away again?
4: I should say not. We've missed you, Don. Really, Daddy? Yes, it's, uh, well, there's something so vivid about you.
0: Why, Dottie.
4: Something so colorful.
0: Why, Miss L'Amour.
4: Yes, sir. Vivid and colorful. Those are the words. For me? No, for your ties.
2: Oh. Um. <laughs>
1: We
0: missed them, Don. My ties, huh? Look here, young lady.
1: I you am. Look. Red, blue, gray, That's green. That's enough
0: of this. Your song, Miss Lamore. Well,
1: Don, I, uh...
0: It's Mr. Amici to you. Oh. My ties. Miss yeah. Dalton Lamore of the cinema and formerly a friend of mine sings Day In and Day Out. <laughs>
2: I needn't tell you how my days begin When I awake, I awaken with a single one possibility in view That possibility of maybe seeing you I'm ready. Send me you and to me the day. possibility in view, that possibility may be seeing you. My dear, I have no fear. Let it rest.
0: Chief Pleasures of being back on the job. It's ushering in the best news of the day. You'll be glad to know that people have been mighty quick to tell us how much they like dated drip grind coffee. All over the country, they try it once and come back time after time asking for more of the same. Yes, sir, Chase and dated coffee in the new drip grind is the biggest winner in years. From coast to coast, our roasting ovens are right up on their toes, trying to keep at least one jump ahead of this new demand. So no matter where you live, you get this delicious blend freshly roasted. You see, each district has its own fresh food rapid delivery system to rush fresh coffee to your grocer every few days. And he never takes more than he can sell right off, either. And every silver package is dated, so you can be sure your coffee is right at the peak of its fine flavor. And remember, we don't leave Chase and Sandman dated coffee in your grocer's store over ten days. That's the same system we use on the regular grind for percolated coffee. In fact, the new drip grind is made from the same rich coffees, so it's no wonder people love it. There's a cash saving in it, too. It's always freshly roasted, so there's no need for fancy high-priced containers. The silver package costs a whole lot less, and we pass the difference on to you. So for the holidays, when you're getting your groceries, call that to mind and ask the Chase and Sandman dated coffee in the new drip grind. welcome and talented addition to the Hollywood scene and the American screen, and the most charming addition to our own troopers tonight, is our lovely guest, Geraldine Fitzgerald. Miss Fitzgerald's ability has made her one of the most brilliant lights on the movie marquees, as earned by her splendid performances in Wuthering Heights and Dark Victory. Geraldine Fitzgerald's newest chance to shine will be found in Warner Brothers' forthcoming picture, A Child is Born. She appears for us tonight in an original play written by Cyril Kramer, entitled Family Album. Miss Geraldine Fitzgerald. opens in the living room of the Thompson residence. It is a quiet, rainy Sunday afternoon. A young girl and a boy are seated on the divan looking through an old family photograph album. <laughs> <laughs> this is taking about 1895, huh? Did
2: you ever
4: see anything so funny in all your life? Just look at those old
0: pictures. <laughs> They're better than a comic strip. Hey, look, look, look at that one there, will you? Looks like the front of a fur shop. <laughs> but many a soiled vest beats under those bushy brown beards.
4: The one in the middle is my Uncle Abner. He ran away from home when he was 15 to be a circus clown.
0: I don't know why he had to run away from home. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh who's, who's that guy there?
4: My grandfather.
0: Your grandfather?
4: Yes, when he was young. After all, even grandfathers were young once.
0: That's hard to believe. Who's, uh, who's the little lady opposite him? Grandmother. When she was young? Yes. Boy, that's some couple.
4: This picture was taken before they were married.
0: <laughs> they look like a couple of tin type passport photos.
4: Well, what do you expect? It was taken in 1899 <laughs> while they were at a church picnic.
0: Over forty years ago. No. That was just 40 years ago. So will you get a load of that haircut? And that celluloid collar. And look
4: at her. Did you ever see so much hair in all your life? And that bustle. She does have a sort of a sweet expression, though.
0: No? Yeah, sweet and simple.
4: They were supposed to have been awfully in love.
0: Oh, that's a laugh. Why, were you looking at them, about as much expression in life as a couple of stuffed mackerels. What, what did they know about romance in those days?
4: I bet they didn't even know the word. Why,
0: of course not. I don't suppose he even had a chance to propose to her. Everything was probably uh, negotiated by the families.
4: Do you really think so?
0: Absolutely. How do they make love to each other? Sitting around all evening looking at stereoptic and slides in the parlor while the old folks looked down from the sitting room. Making sure he go home by nine o'clock.
4: I feel sorry for them.
0: Yeah, so do I. No moonlight rides in the car with the top down.
4: No movies to go to and hold hands in the dark.
0: No goodnight kisses.
4: Must have been awful to be in love in those days.
0: Them in love? Why? They didn't know what it meant. The poor (laughs) sap.
4: picnics are such fun, aren't they, Philip?
0: Great fun. Kathleen. Yes, Philip? Kathleen, could, could I talk to you for a few minutes? Alone?
4: Alone? Yes. But we can't leave the game.
0: Oh, yeah, yes, we can. They'll, they'll never miss us. Miss
4: Wellington would. She has the sharpest eyes of any chaperone in the world, and she takes a census of her brood every 20 minutes.
0: We'll, we'll be back before 20 minutes. She'll never know we're gone.
4: No, I couldn't.
0: Please, there's... There's something I I want to tell you.
4: Can't you tell me here?
0: Oh no, not not in front of all these people. This is something important.
4: Important?
0: Yes. Won't you come, Kathleen? There's a quiet spot near the stream. And, you know, where the where the big sycamore hangs hangs over into the water.
4: Oh, Philip, we shouldn't.
0: But I've got to talk to you.
4: All right, but only for a few minutes.
0: Only for a few minutes. Here, here, take my hand.
4: Oh, Philip, be careful. It's slippery. Look
0: have got, got a for mud.
4: I can't get across. I'll carry you. Oh, no, Philip, put me down. You'll fall.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Not a chance.
4: If someone should see us.
0: Oh, they won't. They won't. There. There, how's that? Delivered safe and sound. Well, for what?
4: Hadn't you better put me down? Well, across, you know.
0: Oh, oh, sure, sure. Here, here's the old sycamore.
4: Every time I come here, I expect to find it tumbled into the water.
0: Oh, it's good for another hundred years. You know, I'll bet that's a wise old tree.
4: Let's sit under it where it's cool.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, wait, wait a minute. You'd better sit on my coat. Ground might be damp.
4: Thank you. It's, uh, It's been a lovely day, hasn't it?
0: Yes, it has.
4: In all the years we've had our church picnics here, it's never rained. That's quite a record.
0: It's unbelievable.
4: Oh, it's nice here by the stream, so quiet and peaceful. When I was very, very young, I used to come to the old Sycamore and read poetry.
0: You like a poem yourself, Kathleen. Beautiful, delicate, fragile. Philip. You're lovely.
4: You shouldn't talk like that.
0: I'm only telling you the truth. Kathleen, your hands are so little and, and soft, adorable. Oh,
4: Philip. Philip, there was something you wanted to tell me.
0: Well, it's rather difficult to say. Difficult? Kathleen, you, you, you'll you try to understand. Yes, Philip. But Kathleen, I, I'm going away.
1: Going away?
4: Oh, for a visit.
0: No, I'm going away for good.
4: I don't understand.
0: You said you'd try.
4: But why are you leaving? Aren't you happy here?
0: No, not very.
4: Haven't the people been friendly and helpful?
0: Oh, I couldn't ask for better friends or... A finer people.
4: Then why are you going away?
0: Kathleen, I, I've got to leave. For two years, I've been practicing law here in Clinton, barely eking out an existence. Living from hand to mouth. There, there's no future here for me. I, I can't do the things I want. I, I can't have the things I want.
4: But you can't expect to accomplish everything in a day, Philip.
0: No, but, but the day's become weeks and months and years, and, and I only get deeper into the rut. Kathleen... There are things I've got to do while I'm young.
4: Oh, but you are so young, Philip. It might take a while, but you've no right to be impatient.
0: It's no use, Kathleen. I've I've been thinking about this for a long time. You have? Yes. I've got it all planned. I thought I'd go to one of the largest cities. Chicago, maybe. A young lawyer would have a future there. A chance to make money.
4: And is money so important to you?
0: It is right now.
4: Then... Then maybe you're right, Philip. Maybe you should go to Chicago. Perhaps. Perhaps there is no future for you in. in Clinton. You want me to go? Yes. Yes, if you think that's best.
0: Well, I think you do want me to go. I didn't mean and it. And after I'm gone, maybe. maybe that'll give you a chance to marry Herbert Matthews.
2: Maybe it will. Sure,
0: I see it all now. That's what you want. To get me out of the way, isn't it? Yes, of course. His father's the richest man in town. You'd be a fine lady if you marry him, with a carriage and horses and. And a big house on the hill. Yes. You're glad of this opportunity to get rid of me.
2: Yes, I am. He doesn't have
0: to work or struggle or, or count the pennies. Everything comes easy to him. That's what you like. Yes, yes,
2: yes. You... yes. Oh, Kathleen. Yes. Oh, Kathleen. Kathleen, my darling.
0: What have I been seeing? Oh, please. Philip. forgive me.
2: Let me dry those tears.
4: Thank you. I'm all right now.
0: Oh, I'm... I'm so sorry, Kathleen, for what I said.
4: And I'm sorry for what I said.
0: Calling when we only have these last few precious minutes left. Our last chance to say goodbye.
4: When... When are you leaving?
0: Tomorrow morning. So soon. Close my office. taken down my shingle. I'm ready to go. Ready to go. Oh, Kathleen, if I could only take you with me. If I only had something to offer you.
4: Take me with you, Philip. What? Take me with you.
0: You, you, you mean you'd marry me?
4: Yes. Yes, I'd marry you.
0: Oh, but, but Kathleen, you you don't know what you're saying. I do,
4: I do. My darling, do you think I could lose you now? But but it's impossible. No, it isn't.
0: I, I, I haven't a job. I, I haven't a penny to my I name. I don't
4: care. I love you.
0: And, I, and your father would never let you marry him. It's only
4: you and I and our happiness.
0: He'd never forgive you, Kathleen. I don't
4: care. I don't care whether he'd forgive me or not. I don't care what any of them would think.
0: But, Kathleen, you, you don't know what it is to be penniless and, and friendless in a big city.
4: We can't ever be friendless, we two.
0: And, and it'll, it'll be a long, desperate struggle before I, before I get I started again. I won't
4: mind. I won't mind, Philip.
0: But I, our love couldn't last that way. You'd grow to hate me.
4: I hate you, Philip, because we were working together... Fighting to make something wonderful out of our lives. Oh, darling, you don't know what you're saying.
0: You won't be sorry. Never. Oh, my darling. Will you marry me tonight, Kathleen?
4: Yes, this very night.
0: We we won't have much time to get ready.
4: I'll I'll make an excuse to leave the picnic now. A
0: headache. Wellington will never believe
4: you. She's got to believe me.
0: I'll offer to drive you home.
4: After some persuasion, I'll accept.
0: You'll have to change in a hurry.
4: I won't lose a minute. Luckily, there'll be no one at home before seven.
0: I'll be in front of the house with the carriage.
4: I'll be ready. Oh, Philip, let's hurry. Uh, Wait. Wait, wait, darling. What is it?
0: I want to kiss you. May I, Kathleen? Yes, Philip. (sighs) Kathleen... You know I'll be good to you. I'll make you happy.
4: I know you will, darling.
0: No matter what happens, no matter what the future has in store for us, know this, my darling. I'll never
4: stop loving you. And I'll always love you, Philip. (laughs)
2: No, <laughs> no,
0: nah, nah, honey, those old fogies never knew what love meant, the poor saps.
4: Poor grandmother, what she <laughs> must have missed.
0: Yeah, poor grandfather. Guess I never had a chance to realize what real love was. No,
4: uh. I'm certainly glad we didn't live in that time.
0: Yeah, me too. Look, honey, put away the album, will you? If I take time, I'll tell you how pretty are.
4: Nice of you to notice.
0: Yes, sir, you'll be all right. If you know was not ton up like that.
4: Thanks, you're kind of nice yourself. Happy? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm hmm. Oh. <laughs> What's the matter? Oh, I was just thinking of Grandma. Oh,
0: ah, oh, forget Grandma. We waste enough time already. <laughs> This is Don Amici and the chase in San Bernardino continues. At this time of the year, when the bite of winter is in the air and Christmas is just around the pine tree, spring seems like a distant memory, but Pietro Cimara caught the inspiring promise of the season's thrilling beauty in his composition, Song of Spring, Canto de Primavera.
3: Oh, spring. Venidos. I'm a son
0: And a mighty welcome one of these parts used to be that of Billy Gilbert, peering out from behind his wondrous Gilbertian mustache. But those days are gone forever. Billy has decided to come out of hiding, and his mustache is just a thing of ticklish memory, which naturally leaves us all a little shaken, but nonetheless pleased to welcome breezy Billy Gilbert. Billy, how is everything?
5: And how is it with you, Mr. Emichi? I certainly think you're looking peachy. Boy, your eyes is bright and snappy. Do you think maybe you got a fever, old chubby? <laughs> uh, Billy, that,
0: uh, that's poetry.
5: Of course. In the spring, a young man's fancy lightly turns. Don't it?
0: Well, so they say. Uh, But, Billy, uh, this isn't spring anymore.
5: I know that, but I'm still a young man. (laughs) And fancy. (laughs) You're just saying that to be nice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Billy, pull it
0: or not, it's uh, good to see you so happy.
5: Sure. I'm happy like the bee that bumbles because I don't got no more thrumbles.
2: Isn't that tender?
0: (laughs) Now, that's rare.
5: Too, too rare. Look, uh, uh, Billy. Do you uh, break into this sort of thing often? Sure. <laughs> why do you think I got long hair, like a bohem, like a bohem, uh, like a bohem, like a bohunk? I mean, uh, like a Brahmin. Like, uh, I got long hair, like a poet.
0: Just <laughs> the creature of songs and sonnets. Huh?
5: That's right. <laughs> sonnet sides up <laughs> like this. The north wind is calling. The snow is falling. And falling and falling and falling and falling. And falling and okay. falling Look, Billy, and Billy, I hate to interrupt. Then why do you do it? Uh,
0: uh,
5: and falling and falling and falling Looks like and, a long
0: hard winter. And
5: falling and falling. Billy, please, will you? Uh, shall I help it if we got a lizard, a blizzard, a lizard? I mean a bus a bus. <laughs> Can I help it if it's falling and falling and falling? I want to hear more of your
0: poetry, Billy. Aha,
5: you see, you can't get enough of it. It gets into your blood, doesn't it? Yes,
0: and into my hair.
5: Oh, thank you. Thank you. For that, I give you my most beautiful, my most delicious, my biggest masterpiece.
0: Well, let's have it.
5: Well, I haven't written it yet. But, oh, is it beautiful. All about a star.
0: Oh, a star, huh? Yes. Like a uh, uh, twinkle, twinkle little star, maybe? Yes, yes,
5: that's it, yeah. Oh, that's how it starts. How I wonder what you are? Oh, it's coming to me. Up above the world so high. Yes, up above the world so high. Boy, am I getting it. Like a diamond in the sky. That's got it. Marvelous. Mr. Amici, that's the best poem I ever wrote.
2: That's it. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah,
5: Billy. You know, I don't see how you do it. Of course not. You've got to be born with it. It comes easy when, you, when you're a genius. Say, I can rhyme anything. Sometimes I wonder how I do it. Sometimes I wonder why. <laughs> because they're so beautiful. Like this. Asparagus is good, I guess, for little hulls and hymns. But as for me, it's hamburgers and good old Boston Bims.
0: And good old Boston witches?
5: You know, uh, good old Boston Bims. You know, Boston Bob Bims. <laughs> it is doing Bims. I'm a Bims. Oh, everybody knows who is Bims. Look, can't you say beans? And spoil a beautiful poem. Uh, <laughs> don't be ridiculous, ridiculous. Ridiculous cut it out. Uh, consider it cut. All right, then. I'll tell you more poetry. She's beautiful. Listen. Hooray for the birds, hooray for the bees, but not for the golden light, because it makes me oh. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> ah.
2: mm. <laughs> That doesn't
5: rhyme. It does. If you use your imagination, you don't got any.
0: Well, I still don't think it
5: rhymes. Oh, it's so silly. I can rhyme anything.
0: Well, now, look, Billy. There are some words that have no rhymes at all. Please, Mr. Michi,
5: don't tell me my business. If you're a poet, you make rhymes. That's oblivious.
0: Yeah. All right, then
5: rhyme this, then. There was an old lady with hair of silver. Oh, uh, you want me to rhyme with silver? That's it. Oh, oh that's easy. There uh, uh, were... makes me sick and tired the kind of people I well, got. can to... you do it? Of course I can do it. There why an old lady with hair of silver who had... Say, wouldn't it be nice if her hair was gold? No, it wouldn't. Uh, oh, well, it was just an idea. Listen, that's, that's there was an old lady with hair of silver who had this... She could... The one she had on her hat, she... Uh, say, how about dyeing her hair red? No, Billy, no. Well, why not? Because I don't want her to dye her hair red. Oh, you don't want her to. A fine thing. Poor old lady wants to dye her hair. What's the matter? Can she have a little fun? Christmas is coming. The holidays is making fun for everybody else. And there is a poor little
2: old lady sitting home all by herself.
5: I won't do it. And you
2: can't make
5: me do it. Yeah, but Billy... No, look, no, I... no, 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 no. You don't win me back with your pulley words. Keep on your knees and beg, and still I wouldn't do it. You won't do what? I won't rhyme silver, and nobody can make me. Good evening, Mr. Amici. Thank you, Billy Gilbert.
0: is presently singing the song hits from the new Rodgers and Hart show Too Many Girls, which can hardly come under the heading of news, for the world has been singing Rodgers and Hart melodies since it's had time to sing. As for myself, I like to go back to one of their former hits, The Connecticut Yankee. Old tunes of theirs and old favorites of mine. My heart stood still and thou swell. Bring in the old, Robert. (laughs) Look at you That's all I meant to do And then my heart Stood still My feet could step And walk My lips could move And talk And yet my heart Stood still Not a single word was spoken I could
2: tell you you. That unfelt clasp of
3: hands told me so well you knew I never lived at all until the thrill
2: Thou witty, thou sweet, thou grand Would
0: kiss me pretty, would hold my hand Both my eyes are cute to what they do to me Hear me holler, I choose the sweet lolliple, I feel so rich in a hut for two Two rooms and kitchen I'm sure would do Give me just a plot of not a lot of land and How swell, how windy, how grand. same old book that you can't get too much of a good thing. And to show you how many people believe that's true, here is the latest news. The news keeps pouring in from every side that people like Chase and Sanvin dated drip grind coffee so much, they just can't get enough of it. They buy it once, learn how good it is, and then, from then on, boy, nothing else will do. They just have to have more of the same. Because the new drip grind is dated coffee, and that means freshly roasted, coffee at its best just brimming over with fine, rich flavor. And to make sure you get coffee like that, no matter where you live, we've put up roasting plants all over the country. Your grocer gets his coffee every few days, fresh from the roasting oven. So when you buy dated drip grind, you get the delicious Chase and Sandman blend, pop full of richness and freshness. You see, each locality has its own rapid fresh food delivery system, and the same fast service that's used to hustle off the regular grind dated coffee now handles the drip grind, too. And just enough is left of each to last till the next delivery. The date is on every silver package, so you're sure of freshness and full flavor. You don't get a guarantee like that from any other coffee sold on a nationwide scale. And remember, no dated coffee remains in your grocery store more than ten days. Dating saves you money, too, because dated drip grind moves too fast to need high-priced containers. We use the silver package instead and give you the savings. So for fresher, richer coffee at a saving, get Chase and Sandman dated drip Grind the next time you buy coffee.
2: <laughs>
0: Say, uh, that's quite an outfit you got on there, Charlie.
2: Hey, you
1: like it?
0: Yeah, I sure do. What's the occasion?
1: Well, this is this is the costume I wear in my new picture, Charlie McCarthy, detective, see? This is my Sherlock Holmes hat. It's my two-way hat, see? Two-way? Yeah. I don't know whether I'm coming or going in <laughs> you know, it. I'm working on a case right now. Yeah,
0: I noticed you looking at her. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'll bring her in, Inspector, so you can give her the third degree. Oh, uh, Geraldine.
2: Yes, darling?
0: I want you to meet the man who is known around these parts for his wit, uh-huh. his talent, <laughs> and his cleverness.
1: <laughs> oh, yes.
0: I'm referring, of course, to... Of
1: course, of course. Edgar Bergen. What? Was...
4: <laughs> it's a great pleasure, Mr. Bergen.
1: Oh, thank you, thank
4: you. Of course, I don't have to tell you, I've heard a lot about you.
1: Well, after all, his name is bound to get around... Being so closely associated with me.
4: And um, who, who are you, little boy? Well,
1: I... <laughs> little boy?
4: It's... I'm Charlie McCarthy,
1: that's who I am. Oh,
4: you're Charlie McCarthy? Yeah. Well, that must make you very happy. Yeah,
1: well, it should.
4: What? <laughs> Why, don't you know who Charlie McCarthy is? Oh, you'll pardon me for being uninformed, but just who is Charlie McCarthy?
1: He is <laughs> Miss Fitzgerald. <laughs>
2: Don't you ever,
1: don't you ever hear a clever fellow talking with Edgar Bergen? Oh, yes. I, I think the world of Don Amici. Well, yes. I have never seen anybody miss a point like she does. <laughs> I'm Charlie McCarthy, see? Well, don't you worry. When you grow up, you may be famous, too. Yes.
2: <laughs> miss
1: Fitzgerald, you are now looking upon McCarthy, presently starring in his latest cinema epic... Charlie McCarthy Detectives, eh? Oh,
4: I'm so sorry, sir. I didn't know. No. So you've just
1: finished your picture. I'm Uh, sure it's a masterpiece. You can say that again. Everybody's talking about it around our house.
2: Well, (laughs) who's in the
1: picture? Well, I'm in it.
2: Yes,
4: I know, but who else?
1: Well, who else? Uh, Well, there's... uh, There's... uh... Hmm. Oh, there must be others in (laughs) it. Let me see. Well, I'm in the picture. And then there's, uh. Oh, there's, there's Constance Moore, and there's Robert Cummings, and, uh. And me, and Edgar Kennedy, and, uh. And I'm in it. Or did I tell you that? <laughs> yes, I've
2: said
4: that several times. Oh,
1: yes. Well, I'm in it several times.
4: <laughs>
1: you seem to forget, Charlie, that I'm in that picture, too. Oh, yes, yes. You in yes, it? Of course, of course. Berg is, yes, of course. Of course you were. What's that, were? Uh, Oh, Oh, you haven't seen it since they cut out the dull spots, huh? (laughs)
2: The
1: dull spots? Yes. What do you mean? Oh, didn't Mr. Tuttle, the director, tell you? Tell me what? Well, I'm trying to be tactful. Can't you guess? Guess what? Well, I was talking to one of the film cutters the other day, see? Yes. And he told me they like to work on your scenes in the picture. Well, I can understand that. <laughs> uh, they get more pay. Oh, why is that? Well, after they get through cutting out your bad acting, there's so much film on the floor, it's a fire hazard. Oh, <laughs>
2: that burns him up,
1: Charlie, I don't believe a word to say
4: about Mr. Bergen's acting. As a matter of fact, I'm sure he makes a very convincing hero.
0: Thank you. But I'm really
1: not a hero in this picture, Although I do have some serious scenes, there's one in uh, which I'm supposed to be very sad. And you sure are too. <laughs> what is the
4: scene about, Edna? Yeah?
1: Well, you see, um, I had to accuse a man of murder, uh, which is a
0: pretty serious thing, and it called for good dramatic acting.
1: And it's still calling. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of joking about it, young man, you'd better uh, do a lot better for yourself, I think,
0: if you take your film work seriously. Yes. Now, when I have a scene to do, I work very
1: hard to make it good. Yes, I know. But you see, I have talent. All right, all right. Now,
4: Charlie, stop teasing Mr. Bergen. I'd rather you tell me the story of the picture. Well,
1: it's this way, Jerry. Miss Fitzgerald. Okay. Miss Fitzgerald. No
4: nicknames, please. All right.
1: Can't see anything, Russ. <laughs> well, anyway, in the picture, a guy is murdered, see? And I'm working on the case. Oh, that's exciting. Go on. Yes. So in looking for clues, I run across a strand of hair, which, of course, eliminates Bergen. <laughs> Very
4: clever deduction,
1: Charlie. Uh, Did
4: you say again? Oh, I love Mr. thrillers. Will there be a big premiere of the picture, Edgar?
1: No, but the first showing uh, would be uh, by invitation only, you see. Yes, we're only inviting the 400. And already nearly 2,000 have refused a dog. (laughs)
2: I'm sure it's a great picture.
4: (laughs) I must go and see it. It is good, isn't it, Edgar?
0: Well, really, Geraldine, I I seldom recommend that anyone should go to see me in my own picture.
1: And this is no exception.
2: (laughs) Charlie. I'm
1: Charlie McCarthy, detective. The best in the world is the truth. You definitely must have heard of me. They call me the slap. Happy
2: Snoop. You don't be burdened. They call me the slap.
0: Sweet and simple and pure is a child's plea to heaven, and lovely is the music Beatrice Fenner has written, dedicated to that peaceful time at eventide, when children pray, Donald Dixon sings it.
3: comes more deep, new forces turn and awaken and wonder.
0: Subjects on which poets like to dwell. One of them's friendship, and the other's farewell. Though no poet, I do know how to say farewell. And as for friendship, well, in this hour we certainly get plenty of opportunity to make friends. Friends with each other, with you, and with Chase and Sanborn Coffee. Yes, people all over are finding out that there's real warmth and friendship in Chase and Sanborn Coffee. Friendship. In a cup. Try it and see. We'll all be back next week. Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy, Dorothy Lamour, Donald Dixon, and Robert Arm Brewster in the Chase and Sanborn Orchestra. Our special guests will be Gloria Jean and Vera Bay. Until then, this is yours sincerely, Don Amici, saying a <laughs> word.
5: Broadcasting Company.